Abbey United, Kalani United, Arrowheart, Ahana Celtic, Ballymore Celtic, Manor Rangers, Ben Bulban FC, Yates United, Dremore Villa, Carrick Town, Boyle Celtic, Gertine Celtic, St John's, Valley Rovers, Valley Gawley Celtic, Polly Bowles, Eel Tober, Grand Celtic, Ballyxadair United, Merville United, Kilglass, Ennis Crown United. Good evening, welcome to the Youth Soccer Podcast and there'll now be a minute's silence on the programme for Uruguay. Tina Byrne is here, sobbing into her Uruguay jersey like Luis Suarez. <laughs> well, you're not, but well, I, you have an element of sympathy. I have, I have, but um, it's just, it's been, I don't know, it's been the weirdest, I won't say weirdest, but it's been a most... Um, fascinating tournament in the group stages. I don't ever remember there being so many upsets, late goals, like a drama, everything, because I didn't see the Uruguay game the other day because I was out. We, we better remind people listening who are wondering, why are we starting the local youth soccer podcast with Uruguay? <laughs> you tipped them as your dark horse. I did. I tipped them as my dark horse and I'm, I'm afraid they got um, what would you call it? They got um, booked off the off the off the horse there they 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 won the other night but it, the other results so that that's the fascinating thing a lot of teams were relying on other results which you know I I don't know like and a lot of the minnows uh, didn't lie down as they were supposed to so we have an interesting um, we have an interesting time coming up now so we'll let's see let's let's see yes and I know there is a World Cup official you want to highlight as well uh, yes I, I, I am I am most as a former referee myself who refereed in the underage league for a number of seasons when there was probably just trying to recruit referees um, there was myself and four other girls three and myself who um, refereed and to be honest there are fantastic opportunities for girl referees um, like you see uh, Stephanie Frappar um, like taken in, in the centre it's not that they put them on the line or anything like that they, they, they she, she's been excellent yeah she took and, charge of the Germany Costa Rica yes, game during the week and, and I think it's for any any girls who are interested and we have some really good young girl referees in the league now the, the sky is the limit. There is great opportunities to uh, go um, to go further in, um, in 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 refereeing and officiating if if that's what you want to do. You know, some people are fantastic at that side of the game, maybe as opposed to playing or coaching. So, fantastic opportunities for girls. So, anybody listening who might be interested. There are always courses coming up and there's always, um, you know, the, the refereeing. I know it has got a lot of bad press, but there are great opportunities for, for referees. And I think um, the fact that the, the whole discipline thing is, is a big a big highlight now, yeah. it's, a, it's a good time to, to, well, to maybe consider that. I certainly enjoyed my time refing and I absolutely put my hand up and say mistakes were made and all that, but um, no referee, everybody in officiating goes out to do the the right thing it's not that they go out to do the wrong thing but um, without yeah. the assistance of VAR out in Kilglass in a scroll and say for example where I was out one day and the ball sort of blew back and whatever like th- those kind of things but yeah it's it's uh, it's it's great to see the 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 the, the girls taking taking charge of the 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 biggest the biggest games in the in in the world at this time and it did occur to me Tina watching Stephanie Frappar in charge of the Germany Costa Rica men's game 
that in some, and you might have a view on this as a former referee yourself, in some way, does a female official automatically command a bit more respect in a men's environment? I mean, look, there was plenty of back chat and they'll argue the toss with her on decisions, but I mean, she seemed to handle the game very well. There was a tricky VAR call like every World Cup match produces. She was in the same boat. She yes. kept, can't, you know, yes. Yes. I, I saw no difference. In fact, I, I thought maybe it, she commanded more respect than a lot of other male officials might do. Well, I suppose I always, my opinion always was, um, if you remember a game for the referee, it's that's not a good thing. But by us talking about her, it, it was just that I was watching her, her positioning, her calls, how she dealt with situations, players. But to be honest with you, there was no player kind of in her face or, you know, I think there was a, a little bit more respect because the players probably knew that the um, refereeing body were not, was not going to assign somebody that was not up for the challenge. So again, I think they, that came through and there was nothing of major controversy. I, I, for that call, she, she, I could see her putting her hand up to her earpiece. She couldn't actually hear and that's why there was a little bit of a delay in the decision that was made there. But she, she communicated that, look, I couldn't hear it. So again, any player will tell you referee communication to the players is probably what keeps the flow going and once you kind of explain briefly, I'm not saying going going into any massive detail, but kind of keep the game going. Don't delay on, a, on one particular issue. Make your decision, move on, get the game up and running again. Get the players to sort of forget about what has happened and whatever. But yeah, I, I agree with you. I think there, there probably was... Um, there probably was a, an additional respect for her because, again, they probably thought mm, she's she knows her stuff and she has officiated in a lot of uh, competitions, Champions League, all that kind of thing. So it, that that it's it's really good to see. I must say. Yeah, very good. Okay, let's get into yes. our main order of business. Yes, the I results was, from the last seven days. I will re- the results from the last seven days girls under 13 group A Boyle Celtic nil Carrick Town 5 boys under 15 group B Ballasadere United 4 Yates United nil girls under 15 Drumahair FC 6 Arrow Harps nil boys under 12 group C Ballygawley Celtic 1 Ballasadere United 1 SFAI boys under 15 trophy Tum 2 Ballasadere United 1 Manor Hamilton Rangers 2 Yates United 1 Merlin Woods Galway 4 St John's 5 Colry Bowes 2 Westport 1 Boys under 13 Group C Valley Rovers 2 Real Tubber 4 Abbey United 4 Yates United 0 Kilglass Innescroen 1 Strand Celtic 4 SFAI Boys under 13 Strand Celtic 0 Ballinasloe Town 5 Boys under 15 Group A Boyle Celtic 6 Gertrude Celtic 0 Merville United 1 Ballymoat Celtic 2 Boys under 15 Group C Boyle Celtic 1 Merville United 6 Ben Bulban FC 1, Carrick Town 5, Drumahair FC 1, Kulani United 8, Boys Under 15 Group B, Ballygawley Celtic 0, Ben Bulban FC 2, Carrick Town 3, Strand Celtic 0, Boys Under 13 Group B, Drumahair FC 2, Kulani United 5, Callery Bowes 3, Real Tubber 0, Ballymote Celtic 1, Ben Bulban FC 6, Boys Under 13 Group A, Kilglass Innescroen 2, Merville United 2, SFAI Under 14 Girls Interleague, Inishon 2, Sligo Leitrim 4, SFAI Girls Under 16 Interleague, Sligo Leitrim 9, Cavan Monaghan 0, 
SFAI Boys Under 13 Trophy, Arrow Harps 4, Castlebar Town 0, Gurchin Celtic 0, Athenry 5, St Bernard's 4, Ballisadere United 1, St John's 6, Melview 1, Girls Under 12 Group B, Gurchin Celtic 1, Callery Bowes 4, Valley Rovers 0, Kilglass Innescrone 4, Abbey United 7, Drumahare FC 2, and Connacht Shield Boys Under 12, Manola 3, Drumahare FC 0. Now, th- they were the results that were submitted sort of by the deadline but there's a couple of other interleague results that I have here in front of me because right. it was a busy weekend for It her. certainly was representative sides in action in Donegal and in various mm-hmm. counties talk us through some of those results Right let's start with the under 16 um, a f- comprehensive win for um uh, Sligo Leitrim under 16s over Cavan Monaghan I think it was 9-0 or something like that so again um they were as I said they were the some of the gainer team and uh, so very talented and I think there's four or five of them on um, has been representing Connacht as well so a really really great prospects on that team um, under 14 girls had a 4-2 win versus Inishowen again a strong squad and um, able to score goals which is good probably um, will work on their concession of the two goals but a good win for them Um my under 13s, I call them mine because I'm the liaison uh, officer for the under 13s. <coughs> Excuse me. They went to Gavin Monaghan today and had a fairly comprehensive win. Six goals to one. Um, the under 12s went to Donegal and they had a three-all draw with Donegal. It, I think from the report I got in, there was um, a chance for Sligo Leitrim to go 4-2 up. They didn't and then Donegal came back and scored but for Sligo Leitrim Sophie Herbert Ava Nyland um, were the goal scorers and then the the other team the other under 12 team played Donegal and they won um, goals Willow McMorrow Izzy King and Lily Rin and captain that team was captained by Willow McMorrow so um, basically a very busy day with um, away fixtures I think most of the teams were away. The thirteens were away, and I think the um, yeah the 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 sixteens I think were away, and the twelves were away. So uh, it was like buses going from all sides today. <laughs> Plenty of diesel this weekend for the yeah. representative sides. Let's go around some of the grounds and clubs then for some of our feature games. Tina, St John's FC. You promised to keep an eye on the boys under fifteen I, team I, for us. I, I did. I I and I know there's been other teams in. Um, still in the competition for Sligo Leitrim but I, I don't know there's something St John's um, it was a nine goal thriller against Merlin Woods and St John's were away so right so they had to travel up to up to Galway um, for this for this fixture um, but I don't know exactly how the scoring went but um, a na- two names that keep coming up when I when I look at their uh, social media pages uh, and fair play to whoever updates it because it gives me a good insight but uh, Ben Bannigan again on the score sheet two goals I'm going to have to go out to St John's the next time they're under 15s are playing and see and Jack Nicholson got one as well and he again is prominent on the scoring front Adam Feeney got one and Luke McLaughlin got one so, um, a, a nice away win by a very tight margin, but congrats to St. John's. And as I said to you, um, Ballisadere were beaten, unfortunately. Manor Hamilton Rangers um, 
beat local neighbours, Yates United, and Callery beat Westport. But I, I, the only team I had any detail on in terms of scoring and all that was St John's. But I, I am just kind of interested in that in that in that set of, set of, of 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 lads because. They seem to be a very, very strong team, both at local league yes. level and uh, when they're playing outside of, of the league. And we're going to stay with under-15 because Merville United have two teams at this category, uh, an A and a B team, and they had contrasting fortunes this weekend. They did indeed. Um, their under-15B team, the, the two fixtures were in Ballasadere on the on the Astra pitches, and their under-15s played Boyle Celtic, and they came away with a 6-1 win, so... A good win for them. And by all accounts, the A team again played in uh, Ballasadere against Ballymote Celtic. And from what I can gather from uh, chatting to a couple of people and from what they've put up on their social media page, um, they had sort of basically said that... um, that the game was a fantastic advertisement for underage football. And again, for for the losing team... To put that up, so by all accounts, it was a tight, tight game with some great, um, some great talent on show, and they um, obviously Balasadir, or sorry, obviously uh, Merville didn't win, but um, by all accounts, it was a really, really good game. And I just wanted, while I am talking about Merville, I just want to compliment whoever updates their Facebook page in particular. Their Facebook page is Merville United Youths. And I get so much content from that every week. So whoever updates that, hats off to you. It really helps me to get an over an overview of uh, all your teams and what you're doing. And every week there's uh, there's um, a couple of uh, good detailed reports put up. So keep up the good work. And any other club listening, I do go into all the social media pages to pick some content. And uh, s- some of the clubs are have fantastic social media managers or whatever you know administrators who who put up really good detail and all that. So contrasting results for Merville, but um, well done to them for uh, again complimenting the opposition. Beat them two one, and they had a goal disallowed, but by all accounts they were. Uh, really really a fantastic advertisement for the game which which is great for, for the league Sure now Sunday means under 11 league day up in Cleaver we've highlighted the non-competitive under 11 leagues for Sligo Leitrim clubs a couple of times on this podcast Yes Tina and you're noticing it's getting a bit of traction Oh well I do because a lot of clubs what I like is a lot of the clubs on their social media pages as well will put pictures up of their teams now today was an ideal day for matches. It wasn't raining, it was cold, but it's a nice crispy December day, so at least it wasn't, like some days up there it has been absolutely horrendous. But um, Ballymote Celtic played Callery Bows and I picked up that three girls, Cloda, Ava and Kate, played their first game of the season for Ballymote Celtic and the pictures on social media they all have the little happy heads on them and Callery Bowes had a lovely picture of their squad up as well Um, again the the epitome of enjoyment and that's what I like to see at that age group it's about enjoying the the kickabout and probably learning the, the, the basics of the game and it's great to see newcomers joining in uh, obviously they hear from their kids their their friends at school that they're playing soccer and come along and whatnot so um always like the new the new players coming on board is great to see as well so I was ha- ha- happy to see that 
Very good. Well done to the under-11s and a lovely morning for football as well. And from the very young players to one of the more seasoned soccer personalities in the county, Raf Kataro, of course still uh, banging the goals in at uh, junior soccer level for Rail Tubber these days, but you've seen him in spectator mode in recent days. Well, there was a really nice picture up on Rail Tubber's Facebook page um, and it just said, um, you know, uh, hats off or congrats to our... Thanks to Ralph uh, Raf Crataro um, in supporting an under fourteen non competitive. Um, so it's, uh, there's obviously like some something going on out there. It was it was with the girls. So they're obviously trying to get as many people involved as they can and it was a really nice picture and to see him out there um, supporting the club that it all started for him with and it's it's so it's so fantastic to see him back playing again and giving back to the club where he started as a as as, as a young guy um, is lovely and I just I just wanted to mention that too um, to say that sometimes when somebody like Raf um, um, you know, goes along and and does that, and they get that. It 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 does give the the club a great um, sense of, you know, that they they have kind of produced one of, one of the best players that has played in League of Ireland in the last couple of years. And to see him still giving back, I you know, fair fair play. It's 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 lovely to see. It certainly is, and a nice image to see on the local soccer scene. And you've been out with your. Uh, Tony O'Donoghue like with your recorder this week, <laughs> Tina. Well, uh, I, I must say, I, I think I'll have to get some some boombox or something because uh, I just use uh, I just use a voice recorder on my phone. But I went to the um, Ballymote Celtic Ben Bulban FC game yesterday in in uh, in Ballymote. Now I know the result. It looked very, very one-sided. But I have to say that I was impressed with Ballymote. They ha- they just didn't take they di- didn't take chances that they got. Now Ben Bulban were stronger and they were hammering in goals. Um, Lucas Gow got two. Um, Harry Noon got one. Ronan Sweeney got one. Charlie Finley got one. And I think it was Jack McLaughlin got another one. So, and Ballymote got a goal. But to be fair, Ballymote came really more into it in the second half. And I caught up with two of the Ben Bulban lads afterwards and I think they would concur with that, how I viewed it. So, um, I, I I met with them and I had a chat with them. I was good game night. Yeah, I mean we had a few um, we had a few scares, but we did well. Like so, okay. we got a win. Yeah. A few sloppy mistakes, maybe now and then, but we played really good first yeah. half, four yeah. nil, but coming you, and we felt very comfortable. Yeah, and you see, when I arrived now, it uh, Ballymote had just scored, and I really didn't know what the score was. They seemed to come into it a little bit more in the second half. Would you agree? Yeah, they kind of switched on more. Good team talk probably at the second half. Yeah, and come here. You pulled off a couple of really good saves there. They had a couple of chances, uh, close range, and you parried them. And oh kind yeah, of it was um, it was just like a few. It was at least they weren't away from me, like so. Okay, they were close okay. Enough, so. so what's the story? How are you doing in the league? Uh, we've we're doing all right now. We we got a few games in hand. Like we got we've only played three games now. So oh, is that all? Okay, yeah. so two months. We had okay, two months. and have you done well in the games you played? Yeah. yeah, we've won two now and drawn one. So we're doing all right. You're doing you're doing well. And what's the what's the training regime? Do you train once a week, twice a week? Once a week on Tuesdays. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and everybody is committed and yeah. gets stuck in and all yeah, that. That's that's good. So you're looking forward to your next outing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good stuff. Well, look, I won't keep you. It's not a very pleasant day. So good luck, lads, and see you in the next round. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. That's uh, Ben Bulban FC under 13 players with Tina. Yeah, they're, they're honestly like I kind of swooped um, 
I just and, and I have to uh, thank the the, the management um, for uh, because I always go over and I just say, look, would it be okay? Would you pick give, give me two players or two or three guys um, that I can just have a chat to? And you know, it doesn't have to be the the, the top guys or the goal scorers and just you know. And in fairness, like they, they, they're so like they're quite confident and they they love their football. You can tell. Um, but they were happy with that win yesterday and you know in fairness to Ballymote as I said they, they had at least when I was there in the second half they had at least I'm going to say three very good chances and then two half chances and they didn't they didn't capitalize on that but the, the keeper for for Ben Bulban was was very um what well, was very good he he his distribution and he was parrying the ball and um, diving on it and he you know i think they just are exposed to so much in um the professional game now that they they sort of mimic a lot of of what they do of the good stuff like they're not you know they they're not <laughs> rolling around on the ground right Thing. But yeah, it was nice to catch up with the uh, with the lads from Ben Bulbin. They went home happy anyway. And to be fair, uh, like you know, Bally, Ballymote have had a couple of decent results and all that. So I'm sure they'll uh, they'll uh, get get their heads down again at training and 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 get stuck in. And listening to the guys chatting, there reminds me I must get you a mic shield, Tina, for your youth soccer podcast interviews for the windy days. Oh, lovely you. calm there today. Oh, it was lovely there. I, but yeah. I, I went. I but I I even the last day when I thought it was calm over in McSharry Park, that swirling wind totally threw me. I, I, I was nearly like on the, I was nearly like somebody on the the front of the Titanic with the breeze that was coming. Um, when I interviewed, um, when I interviewed, um, Paddy Luby the last day, and like in fairness, you know, we we he, we did as good an interview as possible, and it was pretty clear for most of it. But yeah, I I, I definitely need to get a get a, a small tent or something to interview. I'll tell you what has saved me on interview days where I'm in a windy environment and I've no windshield for a microphone or just your phone, a child's football sock, a clean one, right. over the bottom of your phone, breaks the wind and okay. can be a lifesaver. Okay. So you'd be surprised how rudimentary uh, reporters use, what, what, what devices are used props, to... Yes. Uh, to make sure something is of broadcast quality. That was great, uh, Tina. Great stuff. Any other items you want to... Uh... I just wanted to mention, uh, obviously, coming into the season that we're coming into, there will be a Christmas break in the league. Um, so probably the 16th, 17th will be the last um, um, the last games. And then we'll take the break pretty much right through to the 7th of January. Now... Again, that will be reflected when the fixtures go out, um, you know, this week, next week, and it'll be communicated, you know, properly because sometimes, sometimes um, it, it, it fits in schedules where teams that... that can play and are happy to play and there's referees available there might be and there has been in the past an odd fixture played um over like uh, before new year or that kind of thing but uh, again when when uh, when Terry sits down to do the fixtures and all that but the tentative break will be from probably 16th or 17th to the 7th of January just to give everybody a bit of time away and especially the referees as well um because a lot of them referee four and five games at the weekend and you know it it, it is a, f- a, f- a fair commitment um but we, we'll see when we do the fixtures, and I think we're doing pretty okay league-wise. So we're not we're not in a in a backlog situation, which is always good.
good. A couple of weeks off in December, Tina. What will you do with yourself? Oh gosh, Almighty! I'll catch up. I'll, I'll go. I'll knit one of them little socks for my windbreaker, or I'll do. I'll rob some sock or something. No, listen. There's plenty. There'll be plenty stuff coming up to be done, and uh, you know, it's it's uh, it'll be hell for leather then for the for the new year because the league tables will start to take shape and that kind of thing. You know, even though for the younger age groups, I don't really want to go into league tables and all that. I don't mind doing it for the older ones, but I don't particularly want to sort of start to say who's top, who's bottom yeah. and all that I, ju- I just want to try and keep it to um, the, the, the just the games and the In football. keeping with the philosophy on well, the, the youth philosophy, soccer pass. Especially yeah. for, the, for the younger age groups, no problem with the, the when they move up a little bit or interleagues and all that, that's a, a different one but for under 11s 12s, even 13s, I think just, just make sure that um, that the players are, are, are sort of facilitated to have a game of football, enjoy it, regardless of the result. And again, I keep saying it, but it's all about player retention, that they'll want to play next year and the year after and the year after and so on. So hopefully we'll we'll, uh, hopefully we'll manage. Tina, great stuff as always. We'll talk to you next Sunday. Thank you. Bye-bye. Abbey United. Kalani United. Arrowheart. Ahana Celtic. Ballymore Celtic. Manor Rangers. Ben Bulban FC, Yates United, Jamore Villa, Carrick Town, Boyle Celtic, Gertine Celtic, St John's, Valley Rovers, Valley Gawley Celtic, Polly Bowles, Eeltober, Grand Celtic, Valley Sudair United, Merville United, Kilglass, Ennis Crown United. This is you soccer on